All right. Well, welcome to continuing the conversation. CTC. CTC. Yes. What is it? Number five? Four? Five? I think it's our fourth. 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 Did you just try to combine those <laughs> yes. two words? Yes. Okay. Well, um, if you are joining us for the first time and not number five or four. Or four, perhaps. Four. Four. <laughs> <laughs> then here's, here's what we're doing. Uh, yesterday, Greg uh, uh, did a sermon on Mark 14. Verses 14 to 24. Yeah. The a Last Shocking Supper. display of betrayal. Uh, which uh, was um, in contrast to the two weeks before, a shocking display of devotion. That's correct. Mary, the yes. disciple of Jesus. And, um, and what we're going to do is just continue the conversation as the title implies. Yeah picking up on any little parts or nuances that you didn't get to, um, questions that we can kind of just consider that yeah. someone might have. Yeah, because you know, we've said this, I don't delve into every single concept um, mm -hmm. because I do think you would then be like zing, zing all over the place and you know this kind of thing. So one of the areas that I, I've heard some questions about has to do with uh, this is the blood of the covenant that mm -hmm. Jesus talks about there. And what does that mean? And, and we've read that, that verse. It's the second half of, I think it's verse 24. Um, but I will communicate. We're, that's what we're really going to pick up on next week. We'll, we'll dig into that. We'll look at verse 25 and following. You're putting so. a little suspense, suspense out there. Yeah, I want to yeah. keep bringing people yeah, back. Okay. Leave them wanting more, <laughs> as they say. Who? No one said that. Okay. <laughs> um, Okay, so so don't ask you that question. No, I don't want to hear it. Because that's what I was going to ask. So now I have to come up with a new question. A new question. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay, so. Yes, you got um, one. Yes. You did uh, talk about having a healthy distrust of ourselves. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. Your, your Paul, Paul, uh, Paul's words about I, I do what I, I don't want to do and I don't do what I want to do and Oh, wretched man. Yeah. You know, um, and that other verse about let the one who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. Mm -hmm. You know, that's important because like the whole Paul thing, I don't do what I want to do and I do what I don't. You mm -hmm. could look at that and be like, well, that poor Paul. Look at that guy. Um, but you can't deny that other verse yeah. about let the one who thinks he stands take heed lest he falls. Yeah. And there's plenty of Proverbs too, right? Yes. Two summer, last summer, two summers ago. Last summer. It was when we were at the old building. Two summers so it was ago. Two, yeah. Oh, wow. Nice. Look at that. All right. All right. Anyway, look it up. Uh, we did the whole book of Proverbs. Yeah. It's on uh, ccmercer.com. One summer slash 52 weeks. I think it was. <laughs> yes. That's right. <laughs> we thought it was going to be a summer. Yeah, no. Anyway, uh, so that you, you, you brought that in before. I do want to hear kind of practically, what does it look like to have a healthy distrust of ourselves? Um, on a day-to-day -day basis, but before that, you know, speak into that balance of a healthy distrust of myself versus a, a condemning spirit of myself, uh, inviting a shameful thought process of myself, and what we probably all agree is a unhealthy balance of yeah. that. And yeah. So. I think the word you chose to shame just now mm -hmm. is a good one um, because that's not what God would have for us, I mm -hmm. don't believe. Um, and and shame, there's an aspect of shame that is, and you could probably speak into this with the studies you've been doing, I'm sure, mm -hmm. um, but there's an aspect of shame that's hiding something mm -hmm. and keeping it back, whether it's from other people 
or in some cases even ourselves. You know, so folks that, that I think Christians that don't have a healthy distrust of themselves almost don't want to let themselves go to that place where they doubt, you know, their ability to stand or, you know, I'm strong and, you know, all this kind of stuff. Mm. When the reality is, you know, at some point in time or another, if you don't take active steps to avoid sin and instead you you are taking active steps to move towards sin it's probably going to ensnare you at some in some way or another and even if you're having success over those sins then the ensnarement is going to be something like pride even Mm -hmm. you know look how strong i am and again let he who thinks he can take heed lest he fall so shame hides things i think this healthy distrust of ourselves it brings things out into the light now you also started talking about what's that look like we can talk about that or yeah i think about the uh, continuing on what that hiding i immediately think about that genesis those genesis passages of in the garden and they they realize their nakedness they and their response is to hide from the Mm -hmm. lord you know and um it's there's a there's a shrouding of i a guilt like i i know there's something here and I don't know what to do with it, but instead of going to the one who can remedy it, I'm going to take it really to myself, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. further in. Like uh, one of the guys that, that teaches of the class talks about um, sin curves in on itself. And I just keep raveling, not outwardly. Mm. I keep going inwardly, inwardly, mm-hmm. inwardly, yeah. further and further. Yeah, it, it was uh, Bonhoeffer who said that sin demands isolation, Mm -hmm. you know? And so um, whether it's trying to hide it or it's trying to engage in it, um, you know, particularly in a a Christian community, um, it's gonna demand isolation. It's gonna wanna keep it um, from others, even from ourselves. Yeah, so maybe one sign, I guess to speak more practically to that balance, one sign of, is it moving towards shame or conviction is mm. it moving towards um you know a, con- a condemnation yeah. or is it moving towards a godly repentance and sure and di- and and healthy distrust of our of our natural mm. proclivity proclivities is is it is it causing isolation mm. um yeah. do you find yourself unwilling to share with someone else about your struggles yeah you know and you use condemnation you use conviction they both feel pretty similar. Mm. They end up in different places, but they vo- both feel crummy. You know what I mean? Right. There's sort of this guilt that's in, and all that kind of stuff. But what we know is condemnation always drives people from God, whereas conviction, when God's Holy Spirit brings conviction, it drives us to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And particularly as believers, it drives us to the Lord where we enter into the light and there's a cleansing process that takes place um, in there. It's interesting with you know, this COVID and how they're trying to clean things mm-hmm. and so on. And you're seeing on subways and restaurants and they're bringing in these, you've probably yeah, seen them, lights, these yeah. lights and they spin around and flash and mm-hmm. it's clean. You know, that kind of, <laughs> or I don't know how it works. But um, but as we, we come into the light, and obviously the light being the Lord Jesus, um, he exposes it, but he cleanses it yeah. uh, at the same time instead of running and hiding. Yeah. So you know conviction comes from the Holy Spirit if the impression you're left with is I need to bring this to Jesus. Mm. You know, condemnation is entering in, which comes from the enemy, the evil one, when he's saying, God doesn't want to hear from you. You're um, the only one that deals with this. Your friends are going to put you out of yeah. the church for thinking a thought like that. Scoff at you. 
you must have had this happen or something. <laughs> you like all. Yeah, you know, I know all the lines. <laughs> yeah, the, the internal lines. Yeah, sad. Yeah. So uh, what does it look like then? You yeah, asked. Yeah. So um, what, what is a healthy distrust? What is on that balance? On you know finding that balance to, okay, I'm not, I'm not proud, where, uh, you know, I don't think I'm gonna fall. I'm actually, I sense that I shouldn't be proud, but I'm not going all the way to the other side of, um, I can't do anything right ever. Sure. Um, yeah. So I'll ask you. What does that look like? What does it look like in, in your life? Um, so we, the Friday morning guys just finished a book side by side Great. by um, Ed Welch. It's a good one. Great book. Um, one of the best uh, for just practical Christian living and... Uh, in it, he he spends much of the time just describing that um, in order to be needed by other people, you yourself need to be needy. And I think that has been a, 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 a sentence that has been um, kind of ping-ponging back and forth in my mind. And so the other day, feeling just overwhelmed by this whole thing, not, not that I'm scared for myself, fearing, but the the weight of making decisions do we open back up do we mm. not and just feeling a little bit of that i reached out to a guy and just said i'm just practicing being needy i need you to pray for me you know feeling a little Great. bit of, uh, of this weariness and just that alone and knowing that he's praying for me uh, is i think for me that that's one what it looks like being able to share instead of turning in on myself I'm the only. I'm too weak to deal with this. Mm. Um, you know, Lord, I don't even know that if you can ever use me. You know, there's much stronger. And just turning in on myself, just openly sharing that with someone that I trust. Great. Um, brings it to the light, and the light is the healing. Like you know, that is what heals. The spinning light. Yeah, the spinning light. That's fantastic. Yeah. So you what know, a good example. Yeah, yeah Greg. How about you? Uh, well, I would say. Um, Knowing those things that have the tendency to trip you up. Mm. Um, and so rather than saying, I'm fine, I can handle it, you know, I've been a Christian a long time, um, knowing that there are certain areas. So if you know there is a certain area that maybe just pushes your buttons, um, either avoiding it, which sometimes you can't, mm -hmm. but many times you can, you know, so I think of a guy like Joseph. You know, when this lady was, uh, Genesis was trying to uh, entice him and whatever, he, he eventually gets up and he runs away. And he probably looked like a fool and it got him in trouble in some regard mm -hmm. um, for doing so. But he didn't sin. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that was what was key to him. And so sometimes just staying out of that environment altogether, um, but sometimes you can't. And so at the, o the other aspect of it is, Lord, I'm about to go into this or I know what today holds for me readying yourself, preparing yourself, praying, yeah. talking to a friend, maybe that's going to be in there with you yeah. and, and say, Hey, look, you know, I got your back. You got my back kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, Let's yeah. look out for one another uh, and guard one another in this. And, and so little practical things like that, again, it involves other people. It involves knowing yourself and what trips you up. Yeah. If, if you have a problem with lust, um, you know, a lot of times that hits people sort of late at night, nobody else is around kind of thing. 
you know, and so you take steps, you know, you, you move the TV or the computer out of your, your room or wherever you're going to be mm-hmm. in those instances, your phone, whatever, you put it aside, you just take those practical steps. Um, and that's wise. And mm-hmm. it's, well, I'm not a weakling. All right, well, good luck. You know what I mean? Because yeah. yeah. you're that, probably gonna, pride, you're going to show yourself being weak. Yeah. yeah. I think about, you know the whole thing I think about is that just that voice that that is is not only your your own voice isolating, but the enemy is trying to isolate you. The world's trying to isolate you. Where uh, you think you're the only one. Yeah, I'm the only one that wrestles with these mm-hmm. things. And we all intelligently know the numbers on lust or pornography or or certainly you just look around anger and you know just we 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 see that as prevalent but somehow some way we're tripped up into thinking that we're the only ones that is dealing with these. Yeah. And I think about you know as you were talking yesterday about Judas you know and this idea that um you know, Jesus kept giving it like just there was an opportunity to like, will you take this or or will you not or mm-hmm. you lay it down? You know what I mean? And he took it and we think Judas is the sinner of all sinners. And really, Judas is a picture of why Jesus had to come in the first place and he, why he had mm-hmm. to go to that cross. Judas is a representation of that, that mm-hmm. sin nature. Mm-hmm. And in reality, m- maybe we wouldn't, you know, take the peace or, but eventually we would in a different point betray yeah. the Lord. Sure. And, um, and so Judas is not the only one either. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we are not alone in our struggle against sin. Right. Now I will say this and I totally agree. Um, <laughs> but I'll, I'll say this, like, I, I think you can also look at a Judas and you can, and you can say, you can stop mm. this path you're on. Yeah. You, you haven't gone so far that you have to keep going, have to keep going. And mm. and so when Jesus, you know, and I paint that picture, he sort of extends that, mm. like, you, you don't have to do this, Judas. Yeah. And I think of David, you know, when David sinned with Bathsheba, you know, it's over a chapter or two in the scriptures, and you see him just going further and further down that path. And you can imagine the thinking in his mind of I'll be okay, and I'll, I'll just scroll to this side of the roof over here, and you know, before he got up on the roof, knowing you know, it's about three, it's when that lady takes her, you know, and he, yeah. and he's just he's taking those steps, taking those steps, and at any point in that time, even after he took that first glance, mm-hmm. he could have, what am I doing, and got off of there, but what I appreciate is you know, and he didn't, and he takes the look, he calls her up, he brings her in, he has the husband come back, he kills the husband, all those things. Um, but then Nathan comes to the door and he tells him a story and David said, that's terrible. And he says, you're the man. And David could have continued to escalate the depths of his sin by killing Nathan or whatever he wanted to do to Nathan or saying, that's not true. Or you don't know what you're talking about. But in that instance, he stops Mm -hmm. and he says, you're right. You know? And so I think it's so important. Some often people think they've gone so far that they can never stop and begin to make their way back Mm -hmm. when the reality of scripture is, you know, like the prodigal, what a mess that guy was, you know, when he, he begins to come home and he's got this long journey to his house and there's his dad, you know, and his dad runs to meet him. 
His his earthly father didn't didn't know that he had turned and started walking to him, but the Lord knew that over in the faraway country, this prodigal had already turned towards his father, both his earthly father and his heavenly father, yeah. and started moving towards him. And that just that turn, that direction change, yeah. is really pleasing. Yeah, it is. So well. This was uh, this was fun. Okay, very good. <laughs> Practical steps. Find other people in your lives yeah. um, that you can sort of trust. They can trust you. Um, don't be afraid to make drastic decisions. I'm I'm cutting this. I'm getting rid of that. I don't need this any longer. It's worth it. Like Joseph, you'd rather not sin than give in to those sins. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah. Yeah. Practical. Well, you've been watching. <laughs> no, that's your job. Okay. Well, uh, if you have any questions, comments, um, thoughts on this, drop them in the comments below. We'd love to hear them. And uh, we will look forward to you uh, tuning in next week. Yes. As we continue on. <laughs> Thank you so much. See ya. What you should have said was, as we continue the conversation. Right. Something like that. Yeah. Next time. That'll be our little slogan. <laughs>